All right, welcome to Live, Lead, and In Between, a podcast for leaders who want to be better at leading your life in every where in between. My name is Travis Jones, and I am your host for this podcast, so let's get after it. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Travis Jones, like I said, and I'm the host for this podcast, and we are in a series called Church Life. Now, I live and work in the church world, so this series is a series that I developed as a result of my experiences in that world, and today's topic specifically um, is is vision, uh, specifically who holds the vision in the local church. Now, I believe that each church occupies a different uh, niche or niche, however you want to say it. I know some people get really bent out of shape about that pronunciation, but I actually kind of like uh, niche. Well, we'll go back and forth, so niche or niche. Um, so anyway, I believe that each church occupies a different niche in the community uh, that it sits in, and, and the greater church mission to go and make disciples is one that's common across the spectrum with churches. Every church has the mission and has that mission because it was part of the Great Commission. Uh, and when I'm referring to vision, I'm specifically speaking to the very specific niche that a local church has been called to occupy in that community uh, that, it, that it's been placed. Now, let me give you an example. A church may have a calling to be a place for people to connect with God and others, right? And and in that, they, they grow spiritually. So the vision of the church in this example is to see everyone uh, to see everyone make those connections, right? That's the understated. But uh, another example might be a church may be called to be a missional church in the community that they are positioned. Uh, the, their vision might be to present Jesus to all who are marginalized and those displaced so that they may know that they're cared for and loved. So, I mean, I could go on with some examples like that, but uh, today I want to look at who holds the vision of the church. Is it the pastor or the congregation? Now, I've served in both types of churches, and I do have an opinion on how I believe that it works best, but I'll save that for a bit later. Um, And I'm not sure how long this podcast will be. I don't think it'll be super long today. But um, that being said, let's jump into the first of the two uh, that we're going to look at. And, And that's the one where the senior pastor holds the vision or is the vision holder. All right, let's 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 get started with this, and let me change my microphone positioning real quick. So in this model, the uh, the senior pastor holds the vision of the church uh, and he or, that, that he or she has been called to. Uh, the senior pastor is typically the, the communicator-in-chief, so the vision is communicated quite often during preaching and teaching of the messages and things like that. Um, and all events and ministries in this particular model um, rally around the vision that the pastor has communicated. Um, another item is the pastor is responsible for communicating the why surrounding the vision. Now, that is probably the most important thing um, when it comes to vision. It's that why, right? It, you can have a great vision, a great aspirational destination, but if you don't know the reason that you're headed that direction, then your vision, it, it's worthless, right? If people can't see the reason for it, then what they're seeing may not make sense, and they'll make up their own reasons for the why the vision is the way it is, right? Um, another thing is the staff has a front row seat to the communication of the vision because they're typically with the the, the pastor the most. And, and hopefully vision leaks from them into the congregation. I say hopefully because if the staff doesn't get it or doesn't understand it or doesn't hear it, um, then chances are it's not gonna, it's not gonna leak, right? Vision should be leaky. Um, and so it should get into the congregation, into the ministries, and in all the activities. And for clarification on the vision, the pastor is the source and a resource for that. Since the vision is emanating and coming from he or she, that's where you got to go to get clarification on things. Now, 
Uh, two two things that I think are negative about this particular model. One of them is that the senior if if the senior pastor leaves the church, and the vision has not been effectively communicated to the church, and through the church and the congregation, the staff, then the church and the congregation will falter and have an identity crisis. Um, I've seen this happen where a, where a pastor who just he he didn't have the length or the tenure there to finish the communication of the vision and help it work itself out. And when when this person left, the church did falter uh, and, and kind of flipped into this who are we kind of business. And it takes a good bit of time to recover from something like that and usually takes an injection of another senior leader um, or a new senior pastor to actually bring clarity and definition uh, to what the church may already believe or a vision of his own, right, or her own. Uh, so and so that's one of the negatives that I had. And one more negative is, is, is this, and I've, I've kind of witnessed this uh, across the board at different churches and, and whatnot, and we all have some level of insecurity uh, when it comes to who we are and our identity. We probably shouldn't, but we typically do. But um, if the senior pastor, the chief, the, the communicator-in-chief, if the senior pastor is insecure with regard to who they are, or who God has called them to be, then the vision that they communicate will be blurry at best, right? It'll be blurry at best. People will kind of get a gist of it, but because the the person communicating that is really insecure about who they're already called, who they're called to be, then they won't get the full gist of who God is calling the church in that community to be. So those are two negatives that, that I've kind of landed on with with kind of how I see that as as the senior pastor as the vision. Holder, I don't have anything negative to say about that particular model. And if, if I've been in churches where that is the thing, and just like with any model for how things work, there are you know pluses and minuses, pros and cons. So, so you know, no no hate for that model whatsoever. So the the other one I wanted to kind of talk about was when the congregation is the vision holder, the congregation as the vision holders, right? So in this model. Uh, the vision is determined by the members and those who are active attenders. Okay, it's a little bit different. Uh, the role of the senior pastor in this case is to literally help draw out that vision and verbalize it, right? Still the communicator-in-chief for that, that, that body of uh, believers, his, his, his or her job is to draw that vision out and help them to verbalize it in a way that makes sense. Um, uh, one other thing in this is that a, the vision in this case is often seen rather than verbalized because usually it isn't drawn out uh, <laughs> real well, uh, but it's seen rather than verbalized, and it's seen repeatedly happening in whatever the predominant ministries are in that church. So um, those ministries that are predominant, the ones that tend to have the most activities and the most buy-in, those, those are tied in with the vision, whether it's spoken or unspoken. Those ministries are typically um, have a larger interest, um, have interested in a larger budget, uh, so as to meet the goals of the church. Though the vision isn't necessarily spoken, uh, they will tend to draw more of that budget because it is a part of the vision of the church. Um, I said it before: the vision is typically not verbalized well unless the pastor is able to draw it out effectively. Uh, sometimes the staff in in a church like this will work independently of one another, and a silo effect to ministry will begin to develop. Um, and that's not a good thing, especially when you're all supposed to be in the same same boat or you're supposed to be a fleet of ships, right? Um, the waters are supposed to rise when all when they all rise. But what happens is if the vision isn't clear um, or if it's even the remote, there's even a remoteness, a remote blurriness to it, um, 
the staff that are over the oversee ministries will begin to come up with they'll become up come up with their own vision as to why they're doing what they're doing right because no one's been able to verbalize the corporate vision for what's going on there um, and you have to be very purposeful in combating this on a super regular basis now I want to give you an example of a healthy version of this because I, I kind of gave some these all seem kind of negative in this but let me give you an example of how I've seen a pastor actually pull out the vision of a congregation okay um, the senior pastor shows up and <coughs> um, Maybe the senior pastor's on an itinerant uh, system where they're moved around from churches to churches. And the first thing the senior pastor does when the senior pastor gets there, you know, he has his his litany of meetings with all the different um, organizations and, and people that he needs to meet with. Uh, but then he decides to, he or she decides to schedule a series of like listening sessions per se with the church. And he has people sign up for those listening sessions. Sign up. If you're a member, active attender, sign up. Uh, there's going to be childcare for this. They they come to these and there are three questions that he asks to those who are in attendance and he just listens, right? Uh, one of the questions uh, might be, what do you love about your church, right? And he just listens. He or she just listens to the answers. Um, another question might be, uh, what, what part of ministry at this church does do you think has the the most impact on our community? And he just listens, right? Um, so, uh, you know, he comes up with his own questions, his or her own questions, and just listens. And he can have as many, he or she can have as many uh, of these listening sessions as they want, right? It just depends on the size of the congregation. You can have 13, 14, 20, depending on the size of the conversation. It can be exhausting, but remember, he's just listening, and someone's taking notes for him in this. And after all of these are done, um, he pulls his top leaders together and they pour through what was said and look for the common denominators. And in that, they're able to pull out the vision of the congregation, the vision of the church, and then it becomes about verbalizing what that is. And then they begin to communicate it on a regular basis. But the vision is not held with the pastor. The pastor is the chief communicator of it, but it's held with the congregation. So it's a healthy way of doing that. The negative side of that is that, you know, people tend to stray <laughs> as as people come in and out of the church or join the church then the vision could shift a little bit um, the positive of that is if the pastor is called to another church and the church has deciphered this is who we are and this is who we're called to be to the community this is our vision then when a new pastor comes in that vision doesn't change the new pastor comes in and facilitates that vision right so that's the congregation as the vision holders now, and that was an example of, of a really healthy way of, of doing that particular model. Now, in my view, in my opinion, um, and I do have one on this, uh, I believe that I'm more of a senior pastor holds the vision uh, type person, and I, I think that's just me personally. Um, and, I, and when I say that, I mean a secure pastor as the vision holder um, who explains the vision clearly to staff and communicates it in, very often in action and speech. Right. And, and doing that, you know, and, and I'm just kind of roll through my thoughts on that, you know, hires a staff that's hired to be the chief equippers and vision sharers. And, and that eventually with enough time and communication of the vision, the congregation catches it. Um, it catches the vision and the equippers begin to release those who are in the congregation for the work of the ministry under the oversight of the, the pastor, the pastoral staff, the elders and deacons, to do the work of the ministry that's specific to that area of the church. So I'm, I'm more of a fan of the pastor-held vision because I think it can be uh, a little more concisely um, 
put out there. And uh, but th- I mean, that's just my my personal opinion and how I would be if I was in that seat. And I'm not in that seat. So, uh, but I think the con- I, I think the congregation as vision holders, I think with enough time and enough intentionality um, and enough you know prayer and enough Holy Spirit moments that a pastor as a vision holder can transition an entire congregation to being owners and holders of the vision themselves, right? So everyone is a vision holder in that moment, not just the pastor, not just the congregation, not just the staff, everyone. So, so that's just my thoughts on that as, you know, it relates to vision and who holds the vision. Um, and, you know, there, there, we could do a whole other podcast on, on vision and that kind of stuff, but <laughs> that's not for this one. Uh, we've got, I think, one more in this series. Uh, it'll be episode 38, and that one will deal directly with discipleship. Uh, I'm going to call that one Discipleship 101-ish, right? I like to add the ish on the end of that because I think it's helpful to describe discipleship. So we'll we'll get to that one the next time. But uh, if you found this helpful, as always, I'm, click subscribe. Uh, you know, that helps share this podcast with someone else. And I believe in the show notes, I've put the email uh, that you can contact me directly. If you have a topic that you would love to address at Live Lead in in Between in this podcast, I'd love to hear it. Just shoot me that email and we'll try to get it on there. But until next time, this has been Live Lead and In Between. Lead well. Mm